You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. No, 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 fishing! Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. Good morning. Flats Mafia Radio 102.5 The Bone. I'm your host, Captain Bubba Bencourt. We got a special show today, special guest, Mark from Southeastern. Mark, how you feeling this morning? I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Uh, Captain, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> Justin LaForo from West Coast Marines. In wow, the how, did I, how did I lose that? <laughs> Someone suspend me or something? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I'm just used to saying it, you know. That's okay. And then the one and only dad, James Garrison. Yeah, the rules are you got to be on the water at least once one, a month. Once a month? Mm. To I, keep your captain. Oh, I know we, guys that don't do that now that they call captain. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I hadn't been on the water in a long time. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And we can't forget the one and only Ryan Hoppy. He was waiting for me to say that. What's up, man? How you doing? No, 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 no Give it no, to no. us. Come on. What's, What's up, dude? dude? There it What's is. What's up, dude? There it is. So, uh, back... You know, unfortunately, had a little, um, went on a little hiatus to St. Joseph's Hospital again. Shocker. But I'm feeling better. Um, hey, you got your own room in there yet? I got, I actually, um, I'm really starting to feel a little bit more of a VIP treatment over there. You walk at the in, hospital. they're like, Norm. <laughs> Frequent flyer, Miles. Uh, it's crazy because the, the, the floor I was on, you know, I had floaters from the nurses and they came back to like, you're still here? I'm like, no, no, no. I left and came back. You know? <laughs> oh, God. I, They're the, like, this guy never leaves. Yeah. I'm like, listen, the main question is, when do we start the solid foods here? Because <laughs> they had me on that bra for about five days about to lose my mind. Well, glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we got, uh, we got a great show. Both shows happening this weekend, the Expo. Southeastern has a big old, uh, big old, what would you call that? Uh, uh, I'd a call corner, that display. A corner uh, piece of heaven. A corner piece of heaven down at the boat show this weekend. And uh, you guys are running a whole bunch of whole bunch of specials. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys got going over there, and then I know you guys have a ton of stuff coming up with Father's Day. And yeah, we do. Um, you know, it, it's very rare for our industry to have you know discounts on tackle. We try to adhere to pricing and all that stuff. You know, to to stay true to the manufacturers. So um, this boat show a little bit different because we're, we're kicking off the grouper season, and we want to you know just make sure everyone's geared up, ready to go for that. Um, so got a ton, a ton of specials on reels, uh, on the minimum, you're going to get at least 10% off at the boat show. Um, but I think the most impressive sales there at the show, this, this show is the, uh, the rods, uh, we got you know, $150 tsunami, uh, spinning rods down to like $79 half price. Wow. So got a lot of 20 to 50% off rod or, you know, combination kind of units, um, so that's where the most savings are going to be for the show. Gotcha. And uh, I know we spoke last week. I believe it's June 6th. Is that, is, is that the date for Father's Day that you guys are starting a big old sale uh, sell over there? Yeah, we're going to probably start it the Thursday prior. prior. Yeah. So uh, we're going to run it for a little over a week. Um, you know, we're going to start doing our email blast, you know, right around that time frame to give everyone's a, you know, give everyone a heads up of, what we're going to blast on a sale. Um, but it's it's going to be one of our larger sales of the year. So we typically have two to three very, very deep discount sales, and this is going to be one of them. Yeah, so. kick, off, kick off grouper season, kick off Father's Day. You know, uh, it's finally here. The grouper wide, fishing is finally here. Yeah. And this, this it's going to be good, too. Yeah. 
There's been a lot of good fish already caught that you obviously you're just throwing them back. Yep. You know, you had a pretty good trip offshore with uh Oh, we'll be uh, back we, there. Yeah. I like to go on huh. that one. Try to keep me in. Well, we'll see if there's enough room. Well, I need to be on that one. I'll look into it. <laughs> I get back to you. Yeah, thanks. There's only so many fillets to go around, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie to you though. That Kobe I caught, if I probably fed six families. Because I, I had a little piece of it. I wasn't really feeling fish. I blackened a little bit. Tasted like chicken and gave the rest away. You okay. know the bad the bad thing with Bub though is he comes to the store to pick up some baits to go cobia fishing, smashes the cobia, pictures everywhere. Everyone comes in. Hey, what's the bait Bubba was using? <laughs> I have no clue what Bubba bought. I, I remember I, 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 I remember him buying like eels and you know all the that's different what baits and stuff. No. But I don't remember which one it was. I, I know what it does now because we look, had that conversation. You gotta you gotta make him go live every time he's in the store. I know that's a new rule. I know. All right. I guess that's a new rule. So, of course, well, I'm not going to lie to Mike DeMeza. Hey, what, what what lure was Bubba using? I, I I think it was an eel. I know that. I just yeah. don't know what well, brand. Well, I know what it was. It was a purple Z, man. Oh. Pretty sure it was a seven or a nine-inch eel. And I'm sure yeah. it's the first one, first uh, eel you saw. No. You just I, actually, I sat there and I talked with a couple of people, yeah. and then they even brought Mark back because, honestly, what I think would work best with that eel is what he was recommending, which is almost like a seven-aught bass hook. Yeah. So that you just now there's not even really any kind of weight on it because I'm using almost the one you have have two two different hooks. No, in the front, no, in this the is an eel that you put your own jig head in. Okay, oh, so, that's kind of cool. Oh no, yeah, I got it actually in the truck. It's got a three eight. It's a pretty heavy jig head on it, but like I said, I thought it was going to be too heavy. So when you flipped it out, because you're trying to, you're obviously sight casting. So when you flipped it out, but dude, it worked. I mean, it worked perfectly, perfectly. But I think that. Seven knot because of how big that eel is, it would kind of almost float a little bit better. I think that would might almost be the go to route, but they were out of those big seven knot bass. What you call a seven knot bass hook? Yeah, it's it's like a weedless worm hook in the, yeah, in okay. the bass you. industry, you know. So it's just a real, real big, big offset gamagatsu. Yeah. Kind of a worm and, hook. And there was a couple other ones, like the ones you're talking about that were pre rigged, you know, they they talked about them, they said it they they do work. Then there was another real big one that I think Nelson bought. He still has all three of them. But we used those Z-Man ones. He put one on his rod and mine. And like I said, as soon as it touched the water, they were all over it. I mean, they they stopped what they were doing and went straight for the eel. And it was the dark purple one. That's what I had my best luck the on. The purple demon. Yeah, purple demon. So the Z-Man products. Now I know that I need to go live and tell everybody what I'm buying and what I'm going after. I don't know yeah. how many times I got to say uh, it. That's, just... that's, that's kind of what we're doing here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we... Only when it works, though. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I nah, have to... it's fine. <laughs> nah, just use <laughs> a bunch of stuff. That guy can get away with it. You know, if he goes live and whatever he's talking about, it could be completely wrong. He's going to fumble through at least 10 words, <laughs> but it's still going to be entertaining and people want to see it. So that's why I'm saying go live all you can. All right. There it is. Nothing just said uh, Z-Man quarter ounce, 12-inch purple eel. Oh, 12-inch purple eel. That's Even it. better. The bigger, that's... the better. There you have it. I uh I I definitely was looking around the bay late yesterday for him. I even stopped at some of the markers like I was telling y'all where I put out the chum bags and let that chum go back and sometimes they just rise up from the bottom but uh hell I couldn't even get the mackerel. We had one we had one do exactly what you said a couple weeks ago. We were looking for them and circled the marker twice and all of a sudden one just pops up behind the motor. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. No, they're they're attracted to the motor because the two that we caught that other day, it's like they came right for the prop. They came right up from the bottom. They were interested. They knew there was going to be some kind of bait or something around. The worst thing was I had already put because every marker I approach now, I just pull the rod out and I'm just ready. Just have it ready. And we circled it twice and nothing was there, so I put it down and now we started to grab some bait. 
And so I'm sitting here with my cast net in my hand. And don't think it didn't cross my mind. So I would get another cast net real quick. I'd <laughs> throw it right on this thing. But he was to the back of the boat, not the front. Oh, no. So by oh, the that, time we grabbed everything, he was gone. He kept going. I doubt you never would have got him in the cast net anyway. I gave, I you gave see, it a whirl. Uh, that bowfish one? Yeah. Uh, wasn't that Nate? Nathan? Yeah, dude, it was, it was a big cobia for 70, um, 70 pounds on bow? On a bow. Wow. That's impressive. How do you do that? He must have domed him. Like Have to time. better. You yeah. got to stone cold him. Yeah. Because if not, that thing's going to rip that bow right out of your hand. And that's about the size of the one I told you I saw over there in St. Pete. He was about that big. And I was guessing that fish was between 70 and 80 pounds. And I was pretty much damn near right on it. So People are, are commenting, too, here. They're saying that they leave their motor on. Yeah. yeah I it, mean, it, yeah. It, I've seen it work three or four times just this year with the motor keep staying on. Huh. So you well, you're not um, even though, like you said before, you would pull up to the marker and you felt like they were real spooky. They've actually been a little more the, spooky this year. It's one marker. It's the same marker. We've seen them on it twice. And those for some reason are. Yeah, we weren't on the same one last week. It, it was going another. It was on another marker. Right on. Well, it's a uh, it's it's on a popping for the Cobia. Yeah. Well, so everything is. I mean, yeah. the triple tail, too. We stopped at every single thing we saw sticking out of the water the other day <laughs> on the way to catch tarpon. And there was at one there was four triple tail just sitting on one marker, and we sat there and caught every single one of them. Yeah, I'm but surprised there's still some there. What a dumb fit! They were too small. They're yeah. dumb, and it wasn't my boat. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Oh, here what we you go. talking about? Hey, they're I'm talking about. They're dumb. They are so dumb that we hooked it, hooked one of them, got it, came off, and then instead of the back. instead of the triple tail hanging out on the marker, he started like rubbing his back on my prop. And we're just staying. He's got a little scratch. He's got an itch. Dude, he stayed right there on my prize. I said, just, just drop it down. Drop it right down in front of him, and he banged it. Yeah. You, they missed one. It came off. This fish went back to the marker. They threw at him again because I, I was watching it. The same exact fish. It did again. He said, I don't worry about that. I'm pretty bit. sure they know when they're too small. I don't think they care when they're too small. No. They, I, I like them. It, it's actually a pretty, pretty, pretty good fighting fish, too. Three yeah. tails. Yeah. You, they got to swim pretty good. Yeah. The, the bigger ones, yeah. Yeah, the bigger ones. Uh, Mark, there's something I want to go over that's awesome because I happen to be a part of your event uh, for the kids' clinic. But the raffles are very important for events like that. Um, can you kind of explain to them, for our listeners, that what what exactly all entails in those raffles? And, and they I know they go out through the year. You have different m weekly, monthly, and yearly prizes. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is whenever I started over at Southeastern about three years ago, you know, Mike and I, we, we just wanted to find a way to impact community, you know, put hand back on, you know, community and teach young kids how to fish, get off the couch, get away from the Xbox, you know, start enjoying the things that we grew to love. And, um, you know, so this is this is a way that we got a little creative and decided to go ahead and do a raffle to raise money to get kids into fishing, put a rod and reel in their hands for free, teach them the things that that we've grown to know over the years. And um, as you know, you know, with all things in life, it costs money. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, uh, we, we challenge our fishing community, our customer base, and we say, hey, you know, we're, we're selling $10 ticket bundles, and um, all the proceeds for the bundles will go into a pot. So whenever we have a, a kid's clinic or a kid's derby once every three to four months, um, every kid that shows up for that event will get a brand-new rod and reel get a brand new tackle pack yep. full of goods and, you know, get them to a level to where they can do that um, with the information that we give them at the clinics to, to go out and have fun fishing. Yeah. You know? um, 
I, I don't know about y'all, but the way I grew up way, 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 way back in the day, <laughs> um, you know, my, my parents just be home before, you know, the lights come on, you know, street we, lights, yep. that's right. So the street lights come on, I'm back at the house and you know, the, the hunting and fishing and all the things that I did as a kid. I mean, I could never imagine, you know, growing up like a kid today, you know, yeah. behind a computer, behind a Xbox. And, you know, I know they're fun and stuff. I never got into that, but you know, I just, I just wanted to pass on some things, um, you know, to, to the local youth. You yeah. Know. It, it, it's, um, just to see the impact on the kids and just the, the, that rod and reel combo in that tackle bag, which those kids, it's almost like, you know, when you get a new bike you or uh, just a new toy, you just want to go and immediately use start using it. You sure. know what I mean? And, and that doesn't go away. No. We feel the same way too. You if you get a new rod and reel oh, setup, yeah. Like, yeah, I gotta go break this in. Oh, you gotta you gotta yeah. you're, you're dying to put put your first big fish on it, you know. Um, but it, it's it's awesome because you can tell those kids that are there, yeah, they still are all into the Fortnite and whatnot. But when you get that group of kids that fall in love with fishing, that does never it never dies. Yeah. And and I liked I, I told a lot of my clients too, I've had a lot of um diehard baseball players that are doing travel ball, whatever, and I told their parents, I gave them a warning. I said, listen, I want you to be careful because these kids could come on the boat and fall in love with fishing and just let baseball run to the side. And and I I almost later on, not that I was going to go anywhere and, and play collegiate ball or anything, but when I started doing that travel ball and it was taking up more weekends, I'm like, wait a minute, we play on Sundays? Nah, we're supposed to go fishing on Sundays. Like, <laughs> I'll just play regular park ball and we'll fish on Sundays still, you know? But it's it's a huge thing, and then I I know uh, the fishing derbies like the one you did at uh, Davis Island. Is that the next one coming up? Um, what we typically do is we do a couple of kids clinics just to teach them the basics of everything. Um, the first couple of uh, clinics during the year, and the one at the very end of the year, you know, sometime around that you know September through October time frame. Um, we of course coordinated with you know the city officials to be able to do Davis Island yet boat basin over there um and then we just kind of take their knowledge that they had you know from the first couple of classes and then kind of you know put it put it put to it, use put it into play you know and and i i was shocked because you know i don't fish that boat basin area over there but to see these little rat reds getting caught almost every other cast on a dead shrimp was that's awesome it was crazy you yeah. know granted they were only 12 inch long redfish who cares but these kids holy cow i mean yeah. they they were hammered you know they're they're hooked you know and and we're we're in a sport that that is one of the very unique things you know we can do this until we're 90 yeah there's not many sports or many out you know outdoor activities that you can say that about yeah exactly it could it just lasts forever and the biggest thing is getting the kids involved now so they're able to take advantage of every every one of those years on sure to to keep fishing we're going to take a real quick break we're going to get back into a couple more things with southeastern but this is flats mafia radio 1025 the bone brought to you by southeastern fishing tackle I'm so fresh and I can't help it. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Flats Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. Special guest in the house, Mark, from Southeastern, and its last name is Goodson. Good son. Good son. Uh, so we're just talking on break. So the listeners on the radio have the same opportunity as the Facebook Live people. 
If you show up to the boat show today and stop by West Coast Marine to see Justin, get Justin's card, leave Justin's booth, go over to Southeastern, see Mark, ask for Mark. The first person that does that today will receive a Fenor Letho combo, which I got to tell you, I've been using them for my clients the last two and a half years, and I have beat them up to the last drop, and they're still kicking. Nobody doubts that you beat stuff up on the boat. Yeah. Well, that's a fact. Well, I, I, I put some hours on them, yep. and it is a great combo. So if you stop by West Coast, go see Justin, come back, see Mark, and then while you're at Southeastern, you might as well get your line, tackle, hooks, 12-inch purple Z-Man eels. Four more combos. Yeah. Might Definitely. As well. Yeah. They got all kinds of good stuff going today, so that's what Southeastern's doing today at the boat show. I got a question. Okay. Grouper season's just about here. What kind of combos do you guys have at the show? Um, see, I don't – I've never been into the open – The conventional. So is do you guys have st- – I know you have stuff, but do you have stuff at the show, which I'm going to look at too, is big spinning setups that might work for that stuff? We do. Yeah. yeah. Fen- Fenora actually makes a larger series, 60-size reel, larger offshore boat-style rod pre-comboed normally these are 130 150 dollar combos we have those on special as well for 109 i believe oh wow yeah um, i think a, I, I think know. just the reel alone is 99 dollars. so we're really giving the rod away for 10 bucks yeah you know so it's a heck of a deal it's actually i i know it's a combo he's talking about it's a pretty good yeah like, it's, it's a, a it's a, a nice tarpon it's yeah. a tarpon rod you know, so I always call it a tarpon rod. That's something that you can yank them out of the rocks with and stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, our industry, as you guys know, I mean, it, it's changing drastically. Um, everything is getting so much smaller, lighter, stronger. Yeah. You know, the, from you know the the standard reels like a Fenor Lethal conventional reel, and now's today, you know, today's technology being inaccurate. You yeah. Know, they have these little reels the size of you know uh, of a peach that are 35, 40 pounds of drag that'll rip a 40-pound grouper out of out of a rock. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy to see the technology and how it's changed. It's 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 amazing. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, I have a lot of grouper setups ready to roll. Um, you know, I'm getting text messages left and right. Um, offer 150 yards of braid up to 50-pound test on all combos over $100. Compliments of Flats Mafia. So if you come in today, my partner says, if you mention that you heard us on Flats Mafia, uh, we'll give you up to 150 yards of braid for free if you spend over Man, 100 we're, bucks. We're only in the second there segment. Is. He's already well, yeah, giving I, two I, things yeah. away now. I know, I know. <laughs> Better stick and, around and, for the third. <laughs> you, you know, the, the nice thing is I didn't realize my friends got up this early because they're asking me how do they enter for the kids' the, you know, the kids raffle. There you go. Yeah, so. and that's the thing. You never really talked about it. So the, there, there's different different tiers. You have like a $10. Yeah. So how, just break that down for me real quick. So we have, you know, different ticket bundles, you know, from $10 bundles all the way up to 100 Of course, the more bundles that you buy, the more tickets that you get. Um, but our raffle is broken down to weekly drawings, one on a monthly drawing, and one at the end of the year. So the weekly drawing, if you win, you get $100 worth of tackle. So either a freshwater tackle bag full of goods or a saltwater tackle bag full of goods. The 500 um, is $500 worth of product, including a Barracuda cast net, a combo, and the same, you know, large bag of tackle. At the end of the year, you get several combos, a Barracuda cast net, $1,000 worth of tackle. tackle. Um, so every single person that buys a ticket to give back to our youth and community um, has the opportunity to actually win something. I'm not just asking you for money. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, yes, I want to put it to a good cause. 
Um, but you still have the opportunity to win a lot of stuff. Yeah. And also, the every proceed goes back to to support the other event that you're doing. That's right. Yeah, so it's not it's not like you guys are keeping the proceeds. It's going back to fund another yeah. kids' event. I mean, they gave out yeah. uh, 70 rods the yeah. last thing they had you know so. Yeah, so i had 70 combos go out the door and i thank you for being a part of that you know it's 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 special for us you know and i can't wait for the end of the year venture that y'all are doing you know to where we can team up with the yeah, metropolitan yeah thing. that's i was that was my next thing i was going into so. like we we uh in our second year we did so good and like we are we hit our goals that we wanted to hit as for raising money and and toys and i think by you guys already being involved with them and us teaming up i think we can really uh really just make a huge impact during the christmas time three boats yeah. four boats i mean i think uh, whoa, what whoa. we did we did a boat we did a we boat. Want two boats this year that's what we yeah want. with two boats and two trucks i mean a truck and a boat truck and a boat yep. so that's a lot it is wow. but i mean we're going to team up and we can I mean, drop toys off at west coast southeastern yeah, we'll have different yeah, places we'll, we'll, we'll do some whatever we got to do for that yeah. you know i i think we can all say that we're pretty blessed and, yeah. and able to do what we do for fun, for living, you know. So, you know, this is kind of our way to, to put hands back. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Community and, and, it, and, and touch those that need it. It's one so. of my it's one of my favorite events. Uh, I mean, I look forward to our Christmas party. I, I I really like get just just fully involved behind it because it's literally one of my favorite things to do. Sure. And and, and uh, this year we hope to make it just even better. Just double, just as long as we can double every year. I say we're doing a pretty good job. We we'll have to, we we'll have to call, uh, call ahead over at at Walmart for some of the stuff we're buying. Yeah, or maybe just say, hey, listen, we need two two or three lines dedicated for us. Just you know, maybe bring an employee. We in. might have to call where we drop them off ahead this year. Yeah, that was another thing too. They, I mean, weren't, ready. they weren't ready. They either. were not ready. No, for they were us. like, what? what? <laughs> That's I mean, a lot they of stuff. Came, I mean, they came out. We it was a pretty cool thing because then they brought out the president and everything. So we need to get ahead of the ball. Um, you know, gonna get ahead of the ball. Yeah. All right. Got it. Is that not a saying? I don't know. I never heard it, but it's all good. Ahead of the game, maybe. That's, that's kind of old school, though, Bubba. That, that, that predates you a little bit. <laughs> it must be well, me. I'm gonna have to ask T Dub if that's that's gonna become a Bubba. He'd be the one to ask. Yeah. But he's old, so it's probably something he heard before. Ouch. <laughs> He's up so, there. So uh, a lot of things. Justin, what do y'all got? Y'all got anything going on? You guys got 50% off boats at West Coast? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No problem. 50% off. It's BOGO. BOGO. It's like ice at 7-Eleven. BOTO. <laughs> Buy one, take one. No, we, we, we've got a couple. I mean, we've got a boat there for 39 nine, the 2200s. Uh-huh. We've got a couple there. But to be honest with you, we don't have a whole lot left to sell as of the moment, cool. So, uh, which is a good thing. But people keep coming by. And speaking of the boat show, uh, thanks for everybody that came by. If you're listening now, uh, hey, I listen to the show. Hey, hey, where's where's Bubba? You know that that That's that kind hear. of stuff. Where's Bubba? At? Um, I'll be listening to you tomorrow. You're gonna be on the show tomorrow, so it was nice. There's 10, 15 people that came up to me and uh, you know expressed that they like listening. So appreciate y'all listening. That that means a lot. Hey, do yep. they call you Hossie? A uh, couple of them. A couple of them. That a boy. I, it's weird when I see people I don't know at the ramp the other day. Hey, Dad. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a... Uh, yes. What are you going to do? Yeah, Just but, go with it. Yeah, it's yeah, a good thing, oh, though, no, lately. It is what it is. Y'all you know, are going to be doing a lot of service, though. We do a ton of service, I mean, man. getting ready for grouper season. I mean, you got to get your boats ready to go to go that far oh, out. Oh, sure, for sure. See, you people know. are figuring out they can drop their big boats off. And we could take them out, mm. and we can work on them, which is great. But uh, services, 
It's got to be killing for y'all right now. A few now. weeks, a couple weeks out on service right now. Yeah. But it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Awesome. But yeah, we service everything. So that's awesome. Well, uh, make sure y'all go check out West Coast. Like I said before, first one over there to then go see more. Yeah. Um, also, I want to talk about Tightline Tuesday. We have a date set June 4th at Southeastern. Uh, we actually have Kenny and Christian from Inshore Society uh, coming in and talking about shallow, shallow water grouper and summer tactics. So we're going to be doing that again at Southeastern. Uh, I have not confirmed yet, but I'm probably 100% sure that uh, the Boozy Pig will donate some more food for the event. Cool. And uh, I'll talk to him later today about it. And uh, that June 4th, we're going to start it at 7 p.m. at Southeastern. Uh, they usually do like a one-night deal. I don't know how that – I think it worked out pretty well last time where they do uh, one-night deals for Tight Line Tuesday. So put it in your calendars. June 4th, I uh, believe it. Uh, yeah, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say I, was, I knew he was going there. I was like, yeah. Well, you know, I was confused because. It's a Tuesday, bub. Yep. You know, we were talking to do something in May. We just push it back to June. But now, yeah, that would have been hilarious if he would have said, I think it's, it's a, a Wednesday, Thursday. I'm pretty sure it's a Thursday. Who would be surprised? <laughs> Nobody. Actually, you're right. Nobody you're would right. have been surprised. You're right. You're right. You're right. It, wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be the show without some of those. So, uh, Put in your calendars, Tideline Tuesday. Looking forward to it. The last one we did there was great. Uh, great turnout. Uh, actually, I might be able to eat the food this time because, uh, unfortunately, I was fresh, fresh yeah, out of the hospital. The day of. Uh, yeah, I was out of the hospital maybe eight hours, if that. So uh, it'd be nice to kind of meagle around, let some other kids teach some people how to catch some uh, fish and uh, get in there with some of our listeners. Because I'm going to tell you this. That one we did over there, I saw probably 15, 15 20 faces that I haven't seen before. So it's nice when we kind of branch out and go to different sides of the town to re- get that reach out and bring them back. Uh, all the, half those people I saw yesterday, I, I've never seen them at anything before. Yeah. So, so that's, that's awesome. cool. That's cool. That's working. We're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We're back. I want to give a big shout out real quick to my man Dylan, the bait guy Dylan. He's got me. Uh, he's got me pinned up right now. Huh. If y'all need a well, the do- hey, doctor's orders, bro. Can't throw the net for two weeks, even though I threw it yesterday. Yeah, doctor's orders. What's been know- happening for the past couple of years? Ah, <laughs> wait. Guess what? Let me tell you right now. All them captains <laughs> that were talking noise about the bait boat, they're, they're first all there? in line. Yeah, first in line at that bait boat. I got there early yesterday, and there was five people in front of me, and I got there early. Hmm. So uh, it's convenient. It's nice. If y'all need bait today. Uh, hit Dylan up at 813-748-0058. He will be at the bait boat. Uh, it's convenient. He's probably I, out by now. Uh, uh, he's probably probably out by now, but there's a little – I got a little something to the side for me. I had to, I had to make sure he had me. Better get it, that first batch. Yeah. Not the last batch because it gets slim. Oh, well, I know. Hopefully it doesn't matter. After what I threw the net one time over there at the hard hat, it was all right. I know I, I, I'll be all right there. So uh, fishing, fishing this week. It's, I mean, dude, the snooker just going crazy. I'm still not seeing big numbers of redfish. Just, I mean, apparently I was, they're somewhere because yeah. uh, oh, some I'm, people I'm, are catching them. Yeah, keep, keep going north if you want redfish in the bay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen him south too, but I say you go south. Yeah. Yeah, Justin will send you to a whole different spot. I, 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 <laughs> you sending everyone you to, to the Gar Hole, man. Go to Port Manatee, man. You know they're loaded. <laughs> don't be coming north. What, of, don't be coming north, Howard hey, Franklin. Man. Hey, I, Come I, on. I stay north. Actually, I, I've been staying north lately. Um, but I did go that day. We caught the Kobe. We went south to Cockroach, and I went to a couple spots over there, dude. And that it was, it was insane. It's nice to actually be in a huge pot of snook and they're not hook shy every cast you're catching one they're blowing up on all the baits but yesterday was weird that every time we have that full moon bro that morning bite sucks i've i i'm really have never done really good on that next early morning bite you really think because they're eating all night i that's what i think snook or nocturnal yeah that's I 100% think, especially how big that moon was, that that flat was lit up. I personally have never gone out there and fished a flat at nighttime. I know there's some people that have. I want to say Frankie Diaz has maybe said he they has. They tell me they crush big trout and snook on the flat at night. At night. With a with a high moon like that. So I, I just feel like it just takes them almost up until midday until when you really get the flush. When that tide actually flips around and starts really going out, that's when they really start going off because I didn't really start – like really getting into fish until after lunch, I would say, mm-hmm. and it 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 uh I mean that tide was aggressive though it it was definitely a good and it never got low so like those all those low tide spots we like to go hit you really can't hit them because they're high still there's a lot of water still in them. Well, I put it to you this way: I think I'm gonna go sandwich fishing. Uh, I'm ready to get off the flats. Yeah, I'm ready to do some some grouper. Well, you, you know what we need to do? We need to get a hold of Greg. We need to reach out to all our offshore uh, friends. And cause I I only well, do it. Nelson Nelson and and Martin they got on some in 30, 40 feet. Were they yeah. trolling or were they just nah. fishing? He said he told me they were drifting just drifting ledges, and then when they found a good one, they'd stop and hmm. hit it, and they caught. He said four keepers would have been four keepers yesterday. Oh I really? Know, maybe we'll go I didn't with Nelson. Know all that. Yeah, they went on. They went on. Um, Martin. Yeah, Martin's boat. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, even the shadow. But it's, he jumped a tarpon too. He said he even caught a trout. Really. <laughs> Yeah, in the, out yeah. there. Hey, yeah. dude, and they put hey. in the, they put in that Davis, and I rode around the Davis. The other, actually, me and Nelson put Nelson's boat in the boat, uh, put his boat in the water last week just to mess around, and we ended up going to Cockroach. I threw the net a couple times on the flat there because that bait on the flat at Cockroach was just you know when you start seeing it flash, you don't even have to see the bait. We caught like maybe fifty pieces on one throw, went right back up into uh, McKay's Bay. And there was fish all over the place. That little island out there, it was, I mean, it was you're good local, fish. Yeah, your local wrecks that are right here inside it hold a group or two. Yeah. Yeah, you're t- the you don't two. know what you're going to pull up there. I want the big snap, those big mangroves, man. They should be coming in, what, 20 about inches, a month? They're, no, they're here. Yeah. yeah. They're really? Here. Yep. All right. Well, hey, man. I, I'm good I, with that. I think Troy said it last last week. We were sitting there trying to get tarpon sitting on a wreck, and the snapper got up behind the boat and ate every single chummer we threw out. We had to move. There's, there's a hundred of them. Listen, I don't give a damn about a tarpon. I'm catching a big old snapper, you man. You know, I, I had the snapper behind my boat yesterday because I Move. had the chum bags out, and I had them come up right to the chum bag, and I'm, and then I start cutting little, you know, pieces of the green back, put, hooking them on the line. They wouldn't touch the hooks. They, they wouldn't touch ours either. That's why they we, that's why we had to move. Oh, I, 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 so you couldn't get them. I almost feel you like dumb if you it, had, yeah, you got to dumb it down and, and do you, get smarter. What do you think if they would have they smoked the shrimp? Cause I feel like if I would have had shrimp, I, they might have would have. I ate thought the that same thing. What I, I when I had to do that meat trips and whatever, I'd go down to fifteen pound fluorocarbon with yeah. those little one aught. You know, like a one. It, yeah, yeah, it's a one. Like, one. Yeah. like a sheephead hook yeah, type right. deal. Yeah. And I, I would hide it inside of it, and you have to let it float down 
with, naturally, yeah. Just like you would do tarpon. Yeah, right? you put it right in the drift. And that's the only way I could get those guys to eat. But I'll tell you what, that's good eating there, man. Dude, that right. that, the last time we I brought mangrove snapper home, we did half panko, half uh, Italian breadcrumb, like the breading, and then got that oil real nice and hot, real crispy, bro. That was some of the best snapper I've had in a while. Ceviche, <laughs> ceviche them things, that's what I like. Yeah? Uh, black yeah? You like them black? Throw that spice, baby. Yeah. Mm. Tacos? That Man, sounds good. I'm salivating. Uh, we need to go catch some fish, I, I think. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's that time, so we need to get on the get on the horn and uh and call some people to see I'm if going we can to, get out there. I'm going to Boca Grande tomorrow. Are you? Are you? Yep. Nice. Uh, oh, you've been, been, been killing it too. Dude, there's a lot of they've been they've been killing it there. I also heard though, because of, we're about to get a super next week's supposed to be super hot. And I've already heard not good things about a little bit of red tide popping up already down south. Y'all heard any of that? I saw it on the news a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we don't, I'm, I'm don't worried. let them get a hold of it. Yeah, I wouldn't even oh, repeat no. that. Now. Yeah, I wouldn't even said that. Yeah, but. they'll shut down the industry tomorrow. So what else you got? Well, I can tell you this: when he's going to Boga Grande tomorrow, there's tarpon everywhere. There is. I saw uh, a video the other there? day. Yeah, he's going yeah. on a trip. Saw a video the other day. A guy was first captain. Guy was uh, oh, okay. holding one a bull shark, ate it right out of his hands. Better be careful, dude. I'm not even lying. That's where I saw the most bulls uh, shark attacks ever. My first time ever tarpon fishing. Smoked five fish at the boat. Yeah. Five fish. The first five fish caught, landed, smoked. Is right any, there. Are they on the beaches right now? Like there's off some, there's of some uh, here. Yeah, Anna here. Marie and that? Yeah, they're not. It's not a. Oh. It's not like what you're going to see it in another two to three weeks. No, I see. Once this moon passed, but they're they're here. Yeah, I had some guys come into the store talking about some smaller tarpon. They're catching them on ladyfish, trimming the back end tails off the ladyfish. So the ladyfish would like swim in mud, kind of thing. Uh-huh. And the tarpons just smashed them. That's hmm. what they were eating. I, uh, yes, yesterday, day before yesterday, we saw them. That's what they were eating. I seen fish. a bottom reader on someone's phone took a picture of it out there at Bean Point, and it was loaded, full of tarpon, bro. I mean, loaded. He said he actually, I think he hooked, hooked seven, landed three. You know that that was this this was the exact tide to do it. That full moon tide for or at least our get way. out there in the afternoon. Get you. A, Dip net from Southeastern and go get the crabs. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's another thing I wanted to try. Have you ever seen the chase baits, those little crabs made yeah. by chase baits? It's the most realistic crab I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we were I, talking I, about that last I, time. I, I want to see what one of those will do <laughs> floating behind a boat. Take one of them to Boca. Hey, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. That or the cobia. The cobia I caught, I opened up his stomach. He had five pass crabs in his stomach. That's hmm. They were smoking them. So, I mean... That's it's also a nice th- this time of year to have keep one of those on your rod. Yeah, yeah. I was I was like, damn. I started cutting his stomach. I said, let's just see. The guys were kind of, and it, I literally counted five full pass crabs in there, munching on them. These crabs, these blue crabs up up at home. Yeah, on a balloon. Really for the yeah. cobia? Yeah, they'll cut a piece of the crab off for the scent, and if they're fishing a marker or on bottom, they'll keep the big you know tied the balloon up, old school. We'll have two, three balloons out there with crabs, and they they swear by them. Really? I've never personally caught one on a crab, but they bring them in. You go, you just going for one day? Yeah. So you'll be back. Well, yellowtail are on fire down there right now. Down I, don't, I won't even mess with that. Yeah, you go, you're going on an actual captain trip. Yeah. Tarpon trip. Okay. Yep. How, how many of you are going? Just three of us. Oh, okay. You're only good. allowed to fish three people at a time. You get uh, Only allowed to have three lines in the water does, at a time. Does he jig fish? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do both. We're going to do crabs in the afternoon and jig fish in the, in the morning. morning. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They're definitely catching them. I know that. Yeah, they're, they look good, man. I'd like to get down there. I think it's, last week, he, or uh, two days ago, he said he landed five in the morning. 
That's a good day. I already. don't know how many hooked. We landed five. I just want one, and then I'm done. That's it. Yeah. One good one. Yeah. Make sure you get your picture right. They're, they're huge, there, man. I yeah, that's a good. It's, a, it's even when you chase them, you're still fighting them for a good minute. Yeah, I, the, the fish snob in me just wants the forty or fifty pounders now. <laughs> that is a fish snob thing to say. All of my buddies down there, they're catching them all in the wee hours of the morning. They're off the water by ten o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so, how you gotta be out there year. ready to go at six. Yeah, they're 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 smashing five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. They're they're done early. Yeah. yeah, we were actually seeing them when we stayed down there when we filmed last year for uh, the TV show. We were leaving the inlet. They already came back and telling done. us done and getting ready to do another trip in the afternoon. That's because yeah, that's because they're running three trips a day. Yeah, <laughs> making a little coin down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there ain't a any shortage. Of trips down there right now. Uh, hey, when you said that they trim the stuff off the ladyfish, yeah, you know, I, I have a guy who uh, does that for snook. Yeah, you heard about that? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it ain't a small ladyfish. Yeah, most of the guys that that come into my store that are true ladyfish bait style of fishermen, they'll take that ladyfish and anything between ten inches to uh, I've seen them as big as 16, 17 inches in their picture, huh. and they're just cutting the tail right off of that ladyfish. If you were to take that tail and divide it into thirds, take two thirds of that back end off and just leave a little bit of a tail on the front end, it's like they're so swimming that way in you mud. Can barely you know, swim, yeah. It, it, it's they're, it's they're, creating that vibration. That's too. right. They're just trying to go somewhere and they can't. And it makes them it makes them try to swim harder because Absolutely. they realize they're not going anywhere. Absolutely. Big. So I've seen big snook. Yeah. I've seen big tarpon. I mean, they, they just they they love it. We may yeah, have to go try it. that down over on the, in the East Bay. Yeah, because I know there's some hefty hefty fish over there. And most of the guys are bridling the bait too, so you don't have to worry about the hook, you know, repenetrating the the bait itself. They're just putting a rubber band through the backbone of that bait, you know, like with a rigging needle, oh, and wow. just twisting the hook to lay it on the backbone of that fish. So when the fish gets hit, it's already an exposed hook. So all they have to do is just real tight and lift up, and they've hammered the fish. Ah, that's smart. That's yep. a difference maker. Yep. It may so, be something. I've lost, I've lost some good fish this week beat having that foul hook. There's nothing worse than getting a good strike, bringing it in, your bait's destroyed, and that hook's just buried in the side that's of right. it. That's right. One tip I'll tell people, this, I don't, this might be a Jamesism <laughs> or whatever, but when, you're, Jamesism. when your bait gets foul hooked and you're bringing it back in, don't retie that same bait. Just throw it off and get a new oh, one because yeah. it's going to keep foul hooking itself. Yeah. For some reason, you can you can try to move it like, oh, he's still good, and throw him back out, but he's just going to redo it. Yeah. I, I try to keep the freshest bait as possible. If, if I bring that back and he shows just a little bit of fatigue and not really swimming that good, he's yeah. gone. How right? many times do you hear it? Oh, Cap, he's still alive. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, 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 I say, oh, yeah, he is. Put him in the water right now. He put him down, and he goes like that. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, get a new bait on. They'll, I, they'll argue with you though, dude. I no, 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 that's good. That. I said no, man. And then I finally I said, "All right, go ahead, throw it out there." Ten minutes later, you, oh, you didn't catch nothing? No, they reeling that catfish. Oh, no, I got the catfish exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. El gato. And, and I tell you what, though, with these high tides, when those fish push up on the trees, that thing has to be buried on the trees, or you're not catching anything. And I was telling my guys yesterday, I was, and, you know, I had a guy who just got it uh, into fishing, so I wanted him to kind of, you know, get acclimated with. What, what he was doing you like that word acclimated Not that's bad. that wasn't a bad word for you yeah, yeah. pretty right. good so Pass. i finally tell him i said hey listen i know you want to do it let me throw for you started throwing i mean i'm talking about as soon as you know i put my orange or lime green bobber on there as soon as that thing hits the water it's that bobber never ever comes back up it was as soon as you put it in front of their face it was on and it, w it was like back to back to back to back he was like all right yeah you can keep just keep casting well here's the other thing if you're on a mango line uh frankie I got this from Frankie. 
uh, where 25, 30 pound floor comb, whatever you're using, you know, circle hook, a nice, decent split shot about 12 inches up, whip that thing under there so that bait stays underneath those mangroves. It's battle fishing, though. It's, yeah, it's combat. Yeah, you have to pull them out. Yeah, you have to pull them but out. But once that goes in front of their face, it's on. I'm trying that today. Yeah, you better try that today. I'm trying that today. We're going to go over a couple things real quick. June 4th, Southeastern. We got the Inshore Society, Christian and Kenny, coming in for Shallow Water Grouper and uh, Summer Tactics. So that's our next Tight Line Tuesday. <coughs> Excuse me. Make sure you go to the boat show today. Check out Southeastern. You guys heard the deal we're doing. Go check out Justin at West Coast. Then come check out Mark. First person to do that will receive a lethal combo. Other than that, you guys, make sure you get out there. Oh, Father's Day, June 6th, 6th starting at Southeastern. FishSoutheasternTackle.com for all the raffles. Anything you want. If you guys are from out of town, uh, go check out their website. Uh, we'll be back next weekend with March Mitchell's, Mark Mitchelson talking about the Hillsborough County hey. Sheriff's Office. Hey, Mark, why don't you go ahead and tell people where to find you real quick? Because <laughs> I know he screwed that up. Fish Southeastern. There you go. You remember when Bubba started? He goes, Sheriff, 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 one segment? Oh, God. Hey, <laughs> I was just trying to be, you know, I was trying to be one of those infomercial guys. Yeah, yeah you don't right. do that. FishSoutheastern.com. And remember, guys, just like Justin um, with, with repair and everything, same thing, rods and reels. There yeah. So get, get ready, done. get new line, get the rod and reels repaired. Come see me. There it is. We'll see you guys next week. This is Flats Mafia Radio, 1025 The Bone. Two fingers. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone.